on the BFCast. This is BMF. Chalky's dead. Now I'm coming to get your honky ass. One star. We're trouble. All right, welcome to the BFCast. Hey, BFCast. Episode 312. All right. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Matt. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Banffcast is go and watch yourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. And we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks. Yes! Oh, yeah, robot jocks. Oh, All right. But, however, there are bad bad movies. And stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags. As in douchebags after Twilight. Boo, yuck, not our thing. Gross. So here we are in year of exploitation History Month. I don't uh-huh. remember how many years we've been doing it. A few. Four. Yeah, four. Week four. three, year something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it brings us 1972's Trouble Man. Troubleman. Troubleman. Trouble, <laughs> trouble, 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 trouble. Um, Robert Hooks is yes. Troubleman. Troubleman. Right. So uh, how about we do a plot summary? We'll talk more about it. Please do. It seems that masked men are knocking over the floating crap games of Chalky and Pete. Chalky and Pete hire the cool, loose, elegant Mr. T to fix things. Then the mask manipulators set up the death of a collector for a rival gang lord. It looks like it's up to T to keep a gang war from breaking out, keep the police off his back, and earn his fee from Chalky and Pete. <laughs> That's yeah. a fairly intense plot mm-hmm. summary there. It looks like it's to... up to T. <laughs> it looks like it's up to T. Yeah, it's up to T. Yeah. Up to T. His name in this movie is Mr. T. Mr. T. Uh-huh. Or T. Just T. Yeah. The original Mr. T. Right. The originator. Yeah. The T stands for, we assume, trouble. Trouble. Probably not. I mean, is there really a Mr. Trouble? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like more he's like anti-trouble. He's the guy you call to he fixes solve trouble. your trouble. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it seems like a weird thing to be Mr. Trouble and you well, fix the trouble. Mr. Well, Mr. Trouble Fixer. You could go from <laughs> you could go from Trouble Man. Hey, he's the Trouble Man. Mm-hmm. He's the man that takes care of your trouble. Yeah. Like a trash man is the man that takes care of your trash. Yeah. To Trouble, they just call him Trouble. And then T, and then Mr. T because he's very well respected. Right. Sure. Here because he's trouble. a bad motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. Mouth. He is. Yeah. So. So. Should we get this out of the way now that this we might should. this might be too good to be considered a Banffcast movie? Yeah, pre or, or as pre discussion uh, filmmaking like, goes. Like, yes, pre discussion like disclaimer. We we're sorry. This is probably pretty much a real movie, and you know we would accept any uh, yeah. negative feedback about this being a real movie because I I yeah I think it is yeah. We should I, be totally I, I, upfront about that. I think we watch a lot of real movies. I think it just—it's a shock when one is this competent. This is like super competent. Like but this, this is this is a this real... is not fucking dolomite. No, <laughs> it's a real ass. Yeah, yeah. But it's in our black exploitation wheelhouse. It, it, it's it's not like is. Superfly, which is super depressing and serious and you know not fun. I, I yeah. will I will let us off the hook with with the the caveat that it's like well I know but that like this is almost more of a forgotten movie. It's not a bad movie, mm-hmm. but it's it's a movie that needs to be known more. Yeah, correct. Lost, lost gem. Yes, this is your black exploitation history month history lesson. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so Trouble Man exists, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and somehow ready. somehow it was in a 1978 book called "The 50 Worst Films of All Time" by a couple of oh, assholes. assholes. You know that book's on my 19 or my 2016 worst <laughs> books of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's there. A good you list. go. Yeah, fuck that book. Yeah, that book also proves that. When it comes to making those things, people have very short memories. Yes. 
1978, you had nothing. Yeah. You couldn't do anything but just sit around and, and <laughs> make up bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you couldn't rewatch the movies either. No. So they were probably just like, I remember that sucking. Yeah. That was garbage. Put it in your book. Yeah. Yeah. Jerks. Something like that. I but anyway. Could be. Doubt it. <laughs> probably. Just misguided fools. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. But enough talk about them. Let's talk about this excellent movie. Trouble Man. Starts with a lady. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It She's in a pool. A, starts with a lady in a pool. Yep. Yeah. And that's when Trouble Man. Trouble Man. Walks out. Yeah. Says, hey, lady. <laughs> I'll be back to see you later. No. Mm-hmm. She's like, when are you coming back? And he's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe never. Yeah. Bye. I mean, you're just, it's a very weird cold open to it. it but yeah. But it establishes. It shows that he's sharp and he's cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he does not give a fuck. Yeah. He's yes. just like, see you later, baby. Yeah. It's to, like, when are you coming back? Yeah. <laughs> to which he gets in his car and starts driving around what I believe is L.A. Yes. They're in Los Angeles. Yeah. And with Marvin Gaye's fucking great theme song mm-hmm. playing over it. Yes. Whole soundtrack done by him. Yeah. As you may have so, referenced from Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Right. So is is all the um, is all the incidental music? Because, I mean, to spoil a little bit about the soundtrack, like the soundtrack and the uh, score mm-hmm. are obviously different things. Yeah. Um, no, it's all Marvin Gaye. Yeah. All Marvin Gaye? Okay. Yeah. But the rest of it is scored without lyrics. This Correct. is the only track in there that has lyrics to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of like a weird duet, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. And he, but he's just driving around LA, listening to cool music. And then he gets home and he's got this pimp hanging out by his door. <laughs> he's just a thug with a really awesome hat. Yeah, yeah. he just, he looks like a pimp though. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got the awesome hat. He's just shiny vest. He's, this he's dude's got hat just like the incredible. hamburger pimp outfit going on. <laughs> yeah. and Bro, well, when we find out the backstory of of our main uh, antagonist of the movie, mm-hmm. he's a pimp because they were pimps. They're just now yeah. stepped up their game yeah, to like, new things. Yes, they they have not gone legit. But like I mean, T is no. not letting them you know, forget the where they came from because he constantly mm-hmm. refers to him as pimp. Or, pimp. Yeah. yeah, but he's just like, hey man, Chucky needs to talk to you, and he's like. You can tell Chalky to kiss my black ass. <laughs> and then he slams the door in the dude's face and goes into his fucking awesome apartment. Yeah. Whew. It's, I mean... If it, you like the sets from Mad Men, uh-huh. then, and you listen to this podcast, then you're going to love every room in <laughs> Trouble Man. Specifically his bedroom, though, because, like, he has yeah. one wall that's badass and his bed is badass, you know, the great, you know... Sp- spread on top of it but he has one wall that is shiny silver design circly design circly designs but mm-hmm. it's all closet yep. yeah the whole wall is closets and it's, it's full like a of... funky 70s ikea thing <laughs> yes yeah they're all accordion doors and yeah well he's yeah badass it's like if there's a, if there's a reason to have a time machine it's to be able to go back and live in this time and walk into these houses and just be like yeah this is my house mm-hmm. yeah Oh, yeah, my buddy, yeah, his house looks pretty similar to this. It's also the greatest place you've ever been in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. The best part about this time period is that you could literally put anything with anything. It didn't matter. Clash is clash is chic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Colors, patterns, none of it mattered. Just whatever is cool, <laughs> as long put as there's it in a room. Some shade of brown or yellow or <laughs> red. Or there's some shine in it. Yeah. <laughs> So but yeah, good. it's weird. It's like this, like, 
it's all this mid-century modern plus crazy fucked up 60s patterns and mm-hmm. yep. 70s kitsch on top of that. I mean, while we're it's talking amazing. about the, the look and, the, and there's there's one point where he's walking down. Um, he's he's walking by what looks like a, like a department store or a mall or something, mm-hmm. and they've got this uh, logo. It's I think it was JM. I think wasn't yep. it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and like. To describe the logo, it would like there was a painted like hippie style shiny paint thing behind with like flowers and like weird uh, typography of mm-hmm. the of the JM. But then on top of it was like this like black steel like almost like fence material bent into a JM like sitting on top of it. So yep. like mm-hmm. that's the juxtaposition of like this like shiny ass like crazy hippie like street art, and then this just like just you know I don't know just steel thing on top of it. I mean it's just like it's. Just imagine like the whole thing of that. It was like this doesn't go with this, but it somehow does because this movie's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know he he changes his clothes, and we're rooting for the <laughs> items that he's pulling out of his closet. Oh, well, yeah. sure. Like, no, no, see. put those boots on. Oh, okay, yeah, those boots because, are fine too. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has some Let's, like white, like you know. Mm-hmm. badass boots but he ends up like pulling out some brown suede boots or something yeah but let's make this clear mr t is always well dressed in a suit throughout the movie yes the entire movie the everything entire he does movie. he is dressed to the just and, and he has multiple suits that he wears throughout the movie but yeah. all of them are sharp mm-hmm. and they're not like crazy pimp frilly no. anything they're just like really nice looking 70s suits the only thing that looks kind of stupid <laughs> is got- he's got wide short ties that would yeah, be like the does. one thing that like, yeah, the ties okay, are a little weird. That's kind of dumb. He has one coat that he wears or one jacket that he wears that is a little bit outlandish. It's the blue, the black blue, one? blue yeah. and black velvet. Yes. But yeah. it's beautiful. But it's cares? like, don't care. It just he... looks so nice. And it's all of the everything he wears. It just fits so well. Yeah. He's a sharp dressed man. Well, it's like that's what you would wear if you were going on the Tonight Show in 1972. It's not yeah. like. Check out this crazy motherfucker. It's like that motherfucker is styling. <laughs> yeah, and yes. and that's all the thing that about stuff Robert would look fine today. Yeah, yeah. Robert Hooks throughout this is just he's cool as shit. Yes, like and and all the outfits that he wears only accentuate that. Yeah, he has his shit together the entire yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like super confident. It doesn't matter what he's doing or where he is or what he's wearing. It is always just like I am the coolest motherfucker. Yeah, within a fifty mile radius. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what is happening. And the way they demonstrate this right off the bat is so great mm-hmm. because he, as we learn, he owns what is basically a pool hall. Yes. But, you know, he kind of operates all his other business from this pool hall. Yeah. So it almost feels like that's his front. Does he own it or does it or is it Jimmy's? No, Jimmy runs it. Jimmy runs Jimmy it. Runs but it, I, but it's, yeah. Jimmy's like his Jimmy's. assistant. Yeah. So but yeah. you can't call it tease because then the cops would be there all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, because it's silent partner. What happens is he goes down to the pool hall, you mm-hmm. know, and the guy and Jimmy's like, all right, I got some messages for you. And everyone's, you know, like this person called about this. And he's like, all right, well, we'll take care of that. And he's like, yeah, and this and there's something else going on that you need to call this guy. He's like, all right, it's cool. And, and like Jimmy is really cool, too, because he's it's hard to explain. He's almost like his secretary. He is the but- world's best personal assistant yeah. slash pool hall owner but he's also he's cool as fucking yeah, ice he's also cool too yeah mm-hmm. like in a completely different way from mr t mm-hmm. he's but, very eager yeah but yeah he he gives him the message and mr t's like i'm going in here i got something to do and mm-hmm. he's like this guy this cat here he wants to play pool against you and yeah. only you and he wants to put money on it and he, yeah. he drops his name right away which we saw in the credits like everyone's got you know normal names in the credits and then suddenly in the opening credits there's somebody James what was it Texas Blood Texas Brown. Blood yeah yeah he was James Brown but I, they had to put 
Texas Blood in there. Yeah. It's not that James Brown. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's where like you're watching the credits. It's like somebody's got a nickname in the, in the <laughs> opening <laughs> credits. You're like, well, who's that guy? That guy's yeah. going to be Well, we don't have to wait very long because that's this guy. It's this young dude. You know, first it looks like he's carrying until you realize where you are. It looks like he's carrying a flute, <laughs> but it's it's a pool cue, uh, you know, holder case. Yep. And uh, you know, he's ready to try to take on T in a, in a high stakes pool game. Yep. And T's just kind of like, yeah, all right, whatever. You got the money, whatever, man. Yeah. yeah. And and then the guy's like, well, I mean, he, well, he he like opens up the case and like yeah, is doing like the slow like screw it together, and then T's <laughs> just like, just give me one of the cues off the wall, like yep. whatever. I was yeah. really like. You're so, kind of hoping him to like. <laughs> no, no, no. So I, when I was in my early twenties, I spent a lot of time in uh, one of the twenty-four hour pool halls here in town because mm-hmm. um, I had weird hours and it was like the thing that I could actually do when I got off of work. Right. Um, the best, baddest motherfuckers that would come in there would grab a cue off of the rack mm-hmm. and beat. Yep. beat anybody with it beat everybody who brought their six thousand dollar pool cues yep. in their titanium cases so i was like oh man is he gonna grab one off the wall yes <laughs> so i was rooting like no. really rooting for him about all he does he, he does the roll it on the table to make sure it's not wobbly right but that's yeah. it you know he's like yeah, right, we're, we're good and so the, and this guy's like still just kind of talking shit and he's mm-hmm. like hey you know what i'm gonna call all my shots just to make it a little easier on you I thought, I thought and, the other nice thing like, about this about, about him taking the one off the wall is it kind of like said the statement of like we don't have shitty cues here. This is T and Jimmy's place. Yeah, like <laughs> every cue here is good. Yeah, like we don't fuck around. Yeah, like I, I, I thought I got that from it too. Is like they are, yeah. they are playing on T's special table, sure, room, which yeah. is covered and yeah. There, you know, there's mm. you know there's twelve tables out there for you know the common folks to play on, but he's yeah. got his special covered table. Nobody yeah. touches this. But this guy basically runs a table except for one thing, mm-hmm. and then T just kind of. It, as like as his turn is coming up, some guy comes over and is like, "Hey man, I I I need something." He's like, "All right, what do you need?" And the guy's like, "Okay, like my my buddy, he's in he's in jail and mm-hmm. he's already his supposed brother. to yeah he skipped bail once and and he's like, well he knows he's not going to skip out on like he's like he doesn't skip out on me mm-hmm. he understands this right I will hunt him down and yeah. break both his legs <laughs> yeah. and, oh and, he knows he knows yeah. <laughs> and this guy's just like oh oh I I, yeah. I know and he's like all right. And he takes his money, and then he's just like, "All right, time to make some shots." Mm-hmm. And he just runs, runs almost the whole table. And then there's one, and he's and the guy's like, "You gonna call your shot, man?" Yeah. And he goes, "Why don't you call it?" Where or, or what? He goes, "Where you want it?" Yeah. And the guy goes, "I want you to hit this one. Like, I want you to bank it from here to here yeah. and hit it in the side pocket." Yeah, two rails in a, in a pocket. Yeah, mm-hmm. like. Basically next to where it was, yeah, like mm-hmm. a, a, pr- a really tough shot. And he's like, "All right, yoink!" <laughs> it does it. Like, yeah, that, that's the thing is like nails. The it. thing is like the guy. All right, so um, Texas Blood Kid like called his break. He called the break. He goes yeah. stripes, mm-hmm. and like, and it's one take, and he breaks and knocks a stripe in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it makes me wonder like how many times did they have to do that, or was this guy actually really good at pool? Like they, they both appear to be he really had good a at nickname. pool. Yeah, so, right. but, he's he just a, so but he's just he's a pool an actor. guy. He's, I think he's just an actor, though. I don't. Know, he, so maybe he's a pool guy. Robert pool Hooks's guy. Robert Hooks's stuff. There was good camera work on. Okay. Um, Texas Bloods. They held the shots. That dude made his shots. Yeah. Okay. Now I don't know if it took a hundred takes, but that dude made his shots for real. Yeah. Right. And that but dude can play. Robert Hooks did hit the shot that the guy called said hit this, mm-hmm. and he in the same shot just went yoink and hit it, and then yeah. on the very next shot. 
was just a total dick about it because he had a shot in the side pocket and then just banked it off the sides twice, twice. until it hit the opposite side yeah. pocket. Like basically just looking at the guy while hitting it yeah. like <laughs> I am the baddest motherfucker. How dare mm-hmm. you challenge me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But and- there's an interesting system going on here because the other thing in the middle of this pool game is um, Jimmy's come over and told him about a situation with a, a, a shitty apartment building yep. and, a, and, a, and a lady and her like three year old kid. Like Got hurt, like leaned on a, a, a handrail and it gave way and they fell off and like hurt the kid. Yeah, in the middle of this intense pool game, sure. he's yeah. still he's running. Just, his, he's still negotiating yeah. deals, right? And just not even he doesn't even look at the dude for most of it. He's just watching the other watch, sure. watching Texas Blood play his game. I like that they also they have a line on the on the floor mm-hmm. where the people waiting. They, I, apparently, there's a, a signal, and I, I like that movies are like this where there's it's subtle enough that you have to pick it up. But the guy that needed the bail bonds help is smoking a cigarette and like specifically puts it out on, with his shoe on the floor a certain way, and that's what gets T's attention. Mm-hmm. And I think that must be like the unspoken like you need T's help. This is mm-hmm. how you get it. Because like he does that, and he's like, "Oh, hey, um, behind the line, what what you need there?" And yeah, he negotiates the mm-hmm. brother's bail bond thing. Yeah, and they and so T sinks the eight ball, of course. After that, and guy goes, "All right, well, double or nothing. Let's mm-hmm. do this again." He's like, "If you whatever. got if you got the money, man, whatever." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and at this point, uh, Paul Winfield has come in mm-hmm. in an early role where he still looks old. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, like Paul he's Winfield. young Paul Winfield, yeah. but he looks—he's uh, one of those guys who was just born old. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yes, oh, like Danny Glover. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, but yeah, he and his and his sleazy-looking white buddy, Mr. Walton. Yeah, have, have come in. Is that? Oh, that's right. It is Mr. Walton. It's the it? guy from the Waltons. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So oh my weird. god. Okay. Yeah. yeah that but was bugging he's the still show. Like I thought it was. I, I kept calling him like Gene Roddenberry guy because he looks like that. Yeah. Too. But, but yeah, he's no. just he's sleazy as fuck looking. He's got yeah. like the pink sunglasses on. They and match just, his outfit. Yeah. But I mean like white lenses. Yeah. But like pink, pink tint. On yeah. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's terrible looking. But yeah, they they come in and they realize that they have to wait behind the line. Mm-hmm. So they're waiting behind uh, the line as Chalky this going Chalky on. tells them like, no, you got to wait behind the line. Yeah. You you don't cross that line. Right. Yeah, and so basically T wins the the second pool. Because the guy scratches on the eight ball. Right, yeah. He didn't have to do anything. Like, he never got out of his chair. Yeah, he never got out of his chair. Like, Jimmy runs over. He's like, he scratched. He's like, well, whatever. Give me the money. <laughs> yep. Well, of course, the kid's like, one more. And he's just like, nah. nah. He, he doesn't even say anything. No, he's he just, just like folded up the money. Like, we're done here. And <laughs> kid just like, like grabs his case from the yeah. guy that was holding handing it out and to he him. was from like didn't they say he was from texas well, he's named yeah. texas blood yeah i think they said he he'd come from texas to play you yeah sure well, the guy went to hold, uh, hand him his case to put his pool cue back in and was just like sorry bro and <laughs> and that guy was like son of a give me that yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah uh, basically the this the the scheme that paul winfield and 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 mr walton come to is that like they've they've got they've got a shady well they go get in the car first like they go there's there's an interesting scene there where oh, yeah. they make they make mr walton ride in the back seat and t once again proves that he's a master of words it's it's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah how he puts everybody in their place oh, yeah. with just words yeah. all the time well, he just he tells him he's like because paul winfield's about to get in the back seat right. and he goes nah now nah, let your buddy ride in the back of the bus yeah, yeah. and the guy's like well, okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so they they but drive he, around yeah. and they're just but he's basically like he, you know but he's again does he say like he'll learn something something like something that. Like yeah. that. he's it's, multitasking you know because like he is going to the building to deal with the landlord situation yeah. too right while talking to them and bas- basically they're like you know he's again calling them pimps because of their background and he's like now nah, we're we're 
we've got this new thing. We're running craps. He's like, you know, we've partnered up. We, you know, we've got the the white side of town and the black side of town, and we basically just split the profit so nobody has a bad day. Mm-hmm. And, Sounds like a good racket. Yeah, and so you know, he's like, all right. So what does that have to do with me? And he's like, well, we've been getting you know knocked over. We've got people who are coming in, uh, you know, wearing masks and and you know stealing stealing the money from the games, and we have no idea. And you know we need your help. And basically, they start like trying to offer him like a thousand bucks for his help. And he's like, you know, <laughs> he's like, the next Get guy, the fuck out. And next, yeah. he's like, I can make more than that, just like answering phones back says, at Jimmy's or whatever. Yeah. He says, I want one day's take. Yeah. And they're like, uh, okay, how 20, about a thousand? 20. How about a thousand dollars? He's like, man, I can make a thousand dollars just sitting on my ass at Jimmy's. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, how about two thousand dollars? He's like, nah. <laughs> Well, no, like it's it's like in between the negotiation that he just pulls up to a building mm-hmm. and it's just like drive around the block for five minutes. Well, I think he finished the money part, but then he was like, we'll be I'll be back to you. But I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I, well, well, he pulls. He just. Oh, he suddenly just stops, stops yeah. the car yeah. in front of the building. Oh, and that's gets, what it was. Gets out he, and goes and goes drive it around the block. I'll be back out in a yeah, couple five minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it was it was kind of like they offered him the thousand dollars and he immediately whipped in front of the building. OK. Like, because right. we were like, get the fuck out. <laughs> but, yeah. So No, it's him that gets out. Yeah, I know. He, he And he goes into the building where he goes. Up. But he just does this, like, he stops just far enough from the curb, like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then it's just like, you know, yeah, he says to Paul Winfield, like, drive it around the block. I'll be back in five minutes. Mm-hmm. And Paul Winfield looks at the guy in the back, like, and he just, this guy, Jesus. <laughs> Paul Winfield <laughs> just slides over right? and does it, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So he goes up to harass uh, <laughs> Mr. Carlson from WKRP. <laughs> Who is just like I don't I, what you know I I don't own this building what are you talking about yeah. and T is just menacing the fuck out of him mm-hmm. she's basically like I don't care who owns it I don't care what their deal is you're gonna take care of yeah. it mm-hmm. pay for the kids hospital bill go apologize to the mother and fix the damn building yeah and if not I'll be back tomorrow and we'll talk about this some more yeah. if you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like okay all right <laughs> and he goes outside gets back in the car and this is, I guess he finishes negotiating he's like I want 10k yeah and they're like what that's not one night's take and he's like well that's that's my price 10k and they're like all right well I yeah guess. well what they do is he, he basically says you know if you want me to do this I'll do the first night I'll just I'll be a guy playing the game. I see how I'll see how they run their scam. Yeah, because he's trying to ask like what I'll... details about the guys. He's like the guys robbing you, you know, white or black. Yeah. What does it matter? And he's, he's like, well, I don't know. They're fully masked, wearing sunglasses, and gloves, they never say anything. Never say anything. You're like how do how, how do we know? Yeah, we don't know like, anything. He's like, all right, fine. He's like, fine. I'll show up I'll, to the thing. Yeah. I'll see what the deal is, and you know, we'll go from yeah. there. Yeah, he basically wants to case the the robbery. Yeah, <laughs> it's like reverse casing. And then he just pulls up to the side of the road, just somewhere else. Yeah, and he goes, now get out. The two of you are fucking up a nice day <laughs> <laughs> and just kicks their asses out of the car and drives off. Yeah. And they're left there to be like, you motherfucker. Yeah, to what? be fair, to be fair, it is a really nice day. It looks like sure. a beautiful yeah. day in L.A. And they are ruining it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was schooling uh, motherfuckers in his pool. Yeah. So and, I, I and, he, and he's basically like, if you want, it's 10 grand. If yeah. you want me in, give me a call before seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how to find me. I think he goes and sees this lady, but not really important. I think yeah. that's how he spends the rest of his nice day. But yeah, yeah they show like yeah, they show his woman who's like, I'm, I might be, I might need to sing at the club in Chicago, and he's like, Well, I can't go, I got business. He's like, Well, when do you leave? And she's like, Well, I'm not if you're not. And he's like, oh, Whatever, just yeah, yeah. It's it's make weird. up your own mind. He's got this very strange relationship with this one lady. Like it, mm-hmm. it's we see throughout the movie he has his not, own place but he drops in here during the day yeah he, mm-hmm. i don't really understand it because it's, it's obvious he you know we from the first it's not the same lady from the beginning of the movie oh, no. No, no it's no, not no. the you know it's not ladies from later in the movie it's just like he seems to have this one special lady this friend. is his yeah. regular lady his and special he lady friend gets some side action every right. once mm-hmm. in a while i would just say like oh, they have this weird <laughs> thing where he goes and hangs out with her and she's just like 
very whatever you want to do. I don't. I can't make up my own mind. But you yeah. know, you want to do this? No. Yeah. You know. So she so, wants so badly to be the is... only squeeze that she's willing to do. Yeah. Whatever, including being the the main squeeze amongst a bunch of other side pieces. Sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So but yeah. But he goes back to the pool hall briefly. Right. And that's when when Jimmy gives him the message. He's like, "Yeah, that land. You got a few messages. Mm-hmm. The landlord called, and he said, uh, <laughs> he he said, or, or was it the lady from the hospital called? And she yeah. said the landlord dropped by and like paid their bill. He paid their bill and brought flowers and was apologizing. And he's on and, his way to fix everything in the building yeah. right now. <laughs> and like I said, because it's Jimmy that reported all this, he's just kind of smiling. He's yeah. like, yeah. you know, good job. And yeah. Mister T is just like, man, it's funny how those things work sometimes, yeah. isn't it? Weird. Yeah. It's just the good of his heart, isn't it? <laughs> what a nice man. <laughs> but now, I, but he I mean, also, yeah, he goes to the dice. He goes to the craps game. Yeah, and there's some weird shenanigans going on before he gets there. Yeah, like, because when they make the call, like like when Chalky calls him, Chalky, who is Paul Winfield, mm-hmm. when he calls him, he's there's like some guy that they've got there. It's tied up in a chair, like, like yeah. yeah, comically tied up in a chair with yeah. a yeah. gag. And there's a lot of dudes around, and it's like. You could tell they're planning something, but it's never really clear what's going on. It's not clear for a long time what's yeah. going on. But yeah, you could tell like, okay, Chalky and his gang are up to something. This is mm-hmm. not on the up and up. Their yeah. illegal criminal activity is not yeah, on the up and up. They're not honest in their dice game. But yeah. they're, they're having a conversation like, I don't remember what point if like he gets there first, but they're, they've are they got the guy tied up and he's wearing this like really bizarre like blue houndstooth jacket thing. It's like mm-hmm. super unique. Mm-hmm. And they've got one just like it and he's like oh no that's a single breast or it's a double breast he's wearing single whatever but he's like you know t will notice these things go get go get the right thing mm-hmm. and like you know meanwhile these guys tied up so t shows up to the to the craps game is kind of standing there acting like he's playing and well now wait hold on before he yeah before, before he, he gets goes in, in oh, oh sorry yes the there the the pimp is the, the guy pimp. the guy, guy yeah, the, yeah the hamburger pimp guy. yeah he's at the door and he just starts saying some sh- some shit to t I'm not even exactly sure what he's saying. It kind of sounds like a greeting, but also he's probably putting him down at the he, same time. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he referenced the last time that they met. Okay. And said some bullshit. Yeah. And T's like, nah. Blong. <laughs> yes. Gives him a couple elbows for his trouble. Yeah. And he's like, watch my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything happens, so, you know, I'm blaming you. I'm coming back for it, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so, yes, now he's playing dice. Right. And just kind of stand there like, he still doesn't look like he fits in with the people that are no. here. Everybody knows him, though. But as sure. soon as he's everybody like, hey, him. everybody, they're like, oh, man, T's here. Great. Yeah. Hey, and he's just kind of leaning over, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, got money in his hand, like acting like he's playing. Yeah. It's playing interesting crack. to me that they had set up that that Chalky has, like, the action from the black side of the street mm-hmm. and that. Pete has all the white people, mm-hmm. but when they get to this dice game, it's almost split 50 50. Yeah, it's a pretty good mix. Yeah. Of it's degenerate pro- gamblers. It's a, yeah, it's a progressive <laughs> degenerate gambler. The degenerate gamblers know no boundaries. <laughs> they, they only see one in color a common green. Theme. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But eventually, the, du- the four dudes bust in, mm-hmm. take everyone's money, mm-hmm. take their guns. Yeah, never say a word. Nope. Mm-hmm. And just run out. And and you can see that they've got the other guy, like they put the, they force him to put, wear the hood and put the gloves on. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So to, just to make this clear, the guy, the guy that who was tied been up. tied up is still tied up in the, in the yeah, right. room on the bottom floor right. with the, with the balaclava and the gloves and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy that looks just, well, I mean, dressed like there's him. a guy that's dressed just like him that has a hood and you know mm-hmm. gloves yeah. and everything that's doing yeah. the. And mm-hmm. basically, they those four of them run out the door and then they like open up the door and throw this guy like they hand him like like 
throw a gun in his hand like last second and like throw him out the door and then duck back in the door so that well, they dropped the they they oh, actually they dropped, dropped a gun yeah, on the ground okay. right inside the the exterior door sure. but they put a bag in his hand oh, right? okay which so, supposedly has all the well, uh, yeah, so some T, money in it yeah so T and uh, Chalky come around the corner from upstairs yeah, yeah and they're everyone. the last ones to come out yeah. also so Chalky Chalky like pulls his gun he's like I'm going to go get this motherfucker mm-hmm. quote unquote um there were air quotes when he said it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then just and he runs out the door and, and starts down the stairs. Right. And, and T comes behind shoots him. Shoots him three times in the back. Yeah. 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 And T's like, trying to keep him like, no, like, Chalky, don't shoot the... Oh, oh, yeah. Jesus. Great. Now yeah. we don't Chalky, know anything. moron. Yeah. yeah. And then Chalky's like, well, you got to clean this up, man. That's what we... And he's like, you didn't hire me to clean up bodies. You hired me to find out who's ripping you off. Clean mm-hmm. up your own mess. Yeah. Bye. Deal with your <laughs> shit. Because, yeah. well, they do take the guy's the mask off and they're like, oh... It's it's oh, this it's guy. Abby. Yeah. Abby. So, Abby Smith. Abby, he runs with Big. Yeah. He's one of Big's guys. He's like, I'll see what I can find out about Abby. Abby doesn't do anything unless Big tells him to do right. it. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, y'all get rid of this body. I, I got shit yeah. to do. And then it's, it's just T asking questions around town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes around asking about, have you? he calls people, he goes to see people, and he's like, have you seen this guy? Who's he hanging out with? He's got different ladies and people that he goes and meets and the, you know it's just kind of establishing everyone knows T and he has all these connections yeah, yeah. and eventually he's, he's just asking about these people who he knows where he's been hanging out does he do anything without Mr. Big knowing about it mm-hmm. and um, you know and eventually like the cops come and grab him yeah and they're just like yeah. hey uh, you know we're arresting oh he's talking to a boxer that's what it yeah. was yeah. he's and talking to this boxer guy trying to get apparently more apparently knew Abby yeah. yeah and they're in a gym that looks a lot like the gym in Hammer I mean it it's does. I assume all 70s boxing gyms. Probably. They've just big empty space with a ring yep. in it and some right. sawhorse that people do <laughs> sit-ups on. <laughs> but yeah, but, so he's talking to this guy and like he's like, the cops come in and they're like, hey, yeah, these these two guys that apparently he knows. Um, Paco come to, come, and the other one. Come to arrest him and he's just like, you, you can't be serious. And like, what's the charge? He's like, murder. And he's like, oh my God. Fine. Yeah. I'll go and, deal and with like, that he's, bullshit. He's basically, he's basically like, you know, all right, put your hands on the ring and we're going to search you. And he's like, I have a license to carry a gun. I don't do it. Yeah. But look anyway, and the guy's like, yeah, all right, he's, he's telling the truth. We don't yeah. have to search him. And he, yeah, well, well, the one guy's like all about it, and right. the other dude is like, nah, if T said he doesn't have it, he doesn't have it. Right. Yeah. So let's go. He's not going to give us trouble. Right. And so it, he tells the boxer guy, like, you know, call Jimmy or whatever. He'll mm-hmm. know what to do. So yeah, he goes down. He goes downtown to to, to meet with the captain, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're doing, you know, I guess the cops are doing crime scene stuff. We don't really ever see it, but like he's just brought into the captain's office, sat down in a chair and like. They're just going to have a chat. Yeah. And it starts super civil. Like, they're just like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Um, you know, I know why you're here. Yeah, I didn't do it. And he's like, well, we'll see. And he's like, starts, basically starts asking him questions. So the best thing about this is like, right in the beginning, he's like, hey, you want some coffee? He's like, you know, calls the sergeant. He's like, bring a cup of coffee and two cups in. And he's like, nah, I'm not going to be here, here long enough to drink that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the captain's basically like, okay, we know you killed Abby and, you know, the, the, why yeah we just want to know why yeah and he's like dude i what why why would i do that and then dump the body somewhere where you people would find it mm-hmm. with like, a well, witness looking you know yeah. this is all stupid yeah he's like you know me i'm not that stupid i, I didn't do it and even if i yeah. did i wouldn't do it this poorly he's like right now the crime lab's out there investigating your car and we can check for you know the gunpowder on your hands mm-hmm. and look like He's been there maybe five minutes, but a guy comes in and is basically like, car's clean, chief. Yeah. <laughs> he has a visible look of, damn it. God. <laughs> that, it's also the, the sergeant that brings in the coffee. Yeah. Like he oh, just, yeah. Coffee and two cups. He's like, oh, uh, by the way, this guy's car's clean. He's fine. He should, you should probably yeah. let him go. Here's he, the coffee. He basically begins so, yeah. like, you know, the captain's like, yo, 
call me whatever his name was. You call know, me like, Joe. Joe, yeah. He's yeah. like he's trying to get make it friendly, but like T's not really having any of it. And by the end, he's basically in his face. He's like, "Look, you don't like me for some reason. Therefore, I don't like you. You know what? You know what? I'm I'm a licensed I, I can I'm licensed to carry a gun, and I'm a licensed private investigator, which means I can enter the law library whenever I want, and I do that upon occasion, and I read <laughs> lots of things, and I know that you're holding me without any evidence, so. Mm-hmm. Either you, you know, you charge, charge me or, me or, or something, yeah. or I'm, I'm turning around and walking out. And he stands up, starts walking the door. And he's like, we good? All right, bye. <laughs> well, yeah, well, no, but the captain comes up to him and he's like, yeah, well, if I wasn't on this side of the law, I'd probably be what doing what you're doing, right. which is stretching things and yeah. making stuff fit. And I don't know what's going on here, but I'm going to get to the bottom of it because I know you because I, I would be like you. Mm-hmm. And he goes... You don't know. I me. think he says something like, "I'm a bad dude," and, or "You're a bad dude," and I'm I, I'm a bad dude. Too, yeah, I'm a something. bad dude too, which doesn't come off nearly as no. cool as, as T. And T's just like, "Nah, you don't know me. Fuck yeah. off." Yep. <laughs> Fuck off, Joe. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's when he leaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then immediately, as soon as he gets outside, there's dudes waiting for him. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Yeah. The big wants to talk. Oh to yeah, you. and they had said like, "You got a guy here with bail already." Yeah. What the fuck's up with that? And he's like. Hey, we're I'm jungle drums. Yeah. He says jungle drums. <laughs> yes, he <Yep>. does. <laughs> yep. Well, is it this time or something else where he's like, why didn't you get a lawyer involved? I think it's later. That's later. That's later. That's the second time he goes to the police station. But yeah. The second time he deals with the cap- or yeah. that, you know, police chief or whatever. Yeah. 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 Dudes are outside and they take him to Big. Yep. Big is the dude from Live and Let Die. Yep. Down, down, down. <laughs> now, one of the dudes from Big Live and Let Die. Yeah, but, you know, that guy. James Bond? Not Yafit. Oh. <laughs> no. Sadly, no Yafit. Wasn't the henchman with the claw hand? Uh yeah, maybe. Yeah. So sure that's what he, which guy. He, he also was, looks but. a lot like Michael Clark Duncan. He, he does kind of. Like does, the really yeah. skinny shorter yeah. version of Michael Clark Duncan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But uh Big's basically like, "Yeah, so why'd you kill my guy?" He's like, "Man, I didn't kill your guy." Yeah, he's like, that's "Come dumb. on." He basically <laughs> does the exact same speech of like, "Look, would I have really been so stupid to kill him where there's witnesses and then dump him out like on the freeway or wherever it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, and he's like, you make good points, T. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, somebody killed him and that doesn't, I'm not happy about mm-hmm. that. So he starts like, well, well he basically accuses Chalky. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, or, or you not know. Chalky. He accuses Big of, well, I think he lets T like talk. He's like, well, what do you think? He's like, well, either you killed, either you ordered, were ordering him to do things or he was going rogue. You know, or they they set it up. You know, mm-hmm. so these are the, pretty much the options yeah. here. But it is interesting. It, is that does he tell him specifically at that point that Chalky killed the guy? No, no. They're still they're going to try and figure later? it out. They're like, why don't we all meet and talk yeah. this out? And they get to the bottom of this. I, I think he's like a little bit. Someone's but. playing games, right? And he's like, yeah, I think. I someone's think Big playing comes games. to that conclusion because he's like, well, if you didn't shoot him, and I think it was like only you and Chalky were left behind, so but Chalky must have shot him. He yeah. doesn't say that until the meeting later. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what I was trying to remember. Right, whether right. because he's like, it's interesting how close to the vest T plays everything. Mm-hmm. Like because he's got all the evidence to be like, no, this is actually what happened. But he doesn't tell it to the police chief. He doesn't tell it to this guy. Yeah, he's just like, let's have a meet. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna secure the pool hall. So why don't you guys come and we'll all you know we'll we'll ha- yeah. we'll hash this out. Yeah, and he's like I'm not going over there to meet them. Yeah, he's like no 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 well, I, yeah. it'll be safe. Don't worry. Well, at first they he's like I'm not gonna go meet. Big doesn't want to meet Chalky at Chalky's place. Chalky doesn't want to meet Big at Big's place. So right. then that's yeah. when he comes up with the idea. Let's just meet at Jimmy's. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Neutral territory. Because yeah, there's a point where where T goes and talks to Chalky and them. Chalky and Pete and is like fuck guys yeah like 
what's going on here? Yeah. They're, they're like, like, we don't know, man. No. He, it's... Why is that guy doing this? Yeah. But so like T goes back to the pool hall and tells Jimmy like, okay, shut it down. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's yeah, because they like, do all agree closed. to meet there. Get out. <laughs> well, it, there's one guy putting up a protest. He's like, what? You don't close now. Why are you closing so early? And he's like, he's like, we're closing early. He's like, no, you don't close this early. He's like, T wants to close this early. This guy's like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, all right. My apologies. Okay. And one guy, like one set of guys, like finished their game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, they, they don't even. I think no, they, they get just, fuck no, no, out. No, no, they, no, everyone gets out. No, they get the fuck out. There's one guy left who. No, there was one guy arguing about you don't close now, and yeah. then you know that's. But what. once, but they were they were closing up in a couple minutes, and so they they flash back, and a guy's like, "Okay, well, thanks for letting me finish, Jimmy," and oh, okay. and walks mm-hmm. out. They finished like they had two balls left or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most men only have two balls left. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the listeners can't see me shaking my head right now. Too bad. Um, and then they hustle everybody out the yeah. door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and then so big, big shows up first. Well, one of Big's guys shows up first to and, make sure the place is cool. Yeah, and T is just like, you don't want to, you don't want to get on my bad side, guy. Yeah. Like, like I don't, ha- I don't have to- any problem with you whatsoever. Yeah, this was so. this was the guy when he went to um, Big's place. He was outside and he kind of like pulled a fast one on him and got his yeah. gun away from him and this guy is like trying to show off like you didn't you didn't take me yeah i could take you and well, he, he walks in just, trying to be tough he's well, like yeah i uh, want to play a game and they're like yeah we know who you are right and, and basically he just solves it. it was like basically at the end he's just kind of like man we don't have beef and he's, the guy's like yeah you're right okay you know? <laughs> and, t, and t gives him a quarter he's like right. or nickel he's like buy yourself a coke man yeah we, we don't have we don't have a beef here come on and the guy's like, oh, the guy's right, like you make a good point. I right. like Coke. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of Coke product placement in this because Mr. T drinks Coke all like every it, time he enters the placement? pool hall. Well, it, not in Man, those it terms, but it's totally just like, ruined the movie for me. Yeah. It took yeah, me out of it. Oh, completely. my God. Coke. But yeah, every time he goes in, he goes straight to the machine and pulls out, a you know, gets a glass bottle of Coke and just starts mm-hmm. drinking it. And, yep. and it, it's one of those like really classic you yeah. put in a nickel and, and you, you open pull out the bottle yeah, out of the little it's got the bottle opener built into yeah. it and they probably had the little rack on the side where you put the empties yeah it, it did i saw oh, it yeah. yeah of course it did yep. and when and when big comes in t just hands him the coke he's been drinking like yeah. here you go have a coke and a smile, <laughs> and a smile. <laughs> yep and big's like see if my picture's still on the wall yeah <laughs> which of the other guys like it's there it's there you the want me to machine. take it he's like no man that's, that's an honor <laughs> yeah but he kind of saunters over. He's like, oh, this is the king seat. This is where you sit. Mm-hmm. He's like, may I? And he's like, just this once. Yeah. yeah. Which, You're only going to be here this yeah, one time. I think, anyway. I think he tells him only once. Yeah, it's just yeah. this once. Yeah. Which, but yeah. That's that's kind of when they both lay it out for each other. And he's like, listen, either you knew mm-hmm. that he was pulling these these jobs. Or someone set yeah, us up. Yeah, and that's, and that's how you knew he was dead and said could call the cops on me. Mm-hmm. Or they did. Or they set him up, and they set me up. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, both of those sound pretty reasonable. Yep. But yeah. it and wasn't had, my guy. And they're just waiting for uh, Chalky and what's-his-face to show mm-hmm. up. Um, Pete. Pete. Yeah. Yep. But and, the cops show up. Well, yeah, they're like, you know, so they, yeah, got, the, they got somebody watching the, the door. quote-unquote cops. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's the fuzz. And they do the best, like... Oh, it's is. Yeah. They're like, oh, you want to you wanted a cue earlier? Grab one now. And like, they he goes and like throws his jacket over here. They both grab they, cues. They rip the cover off the table. Yeah, they rip yeah. the cover off the table, and he just takes the balls and goes, wah, throws them on the table <laughs> so that they're just all in a pattern, mm-hmm. like standing there like they're playing pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but these cops come in. They're Hustle. not cops. They don't. Yeah, they no. basically don't say anything. Like they. They kind of like shuffle everyone to the side. I think they take out his two henchmen yeah. outside or yeah, whatever. They just 
they just shuffle them out. Yeah, of the I don't door know where they go. I'm assuming maybe they killed them off screen. They're or mentioned later. Oh, that they were killed. Uh, no, but they're th- not around so. anymore. They okay. say they're yeah. not around anymore. Well, yeah. but yeah, but like you know, they separated those guys are gone. They separate everybody enough and basically just start. Yeah, you know, they take like three or four shots into Big's chest. I mean, he's just still sitting on the chair, and the guy's mm-hmm. just like, ha. Yeah, the cop just shoots him, but with well, yeah, they take they take T's gun. Oh, that's mm-hmm. okay. Yep. And they throw it on a pool table near the door, and mm-hmm. then as they're running out with the other two guys, they turn around, grab T's gun, and okay. fire three shots into into Big's chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And then and then leave him. Yeah. Yeah. So Big's almost dead. He gets like one more word out to. T before as he's dying or whatever. He's like, yeah, I think someone is uh, messing with you. We all, yeah, they said he, he says they set you up, T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So then and the T's like, motherfucker. Yeah. But then it's like very quickly, like, all right, hatch plan. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's like you can just see the gears turning. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yep. all right, and essentially he goes to the Coke machine, mm-hmm. opens it up with a key, has a secret. I'm assuming clean gun. Yep, on the bottom mm-hmm. of the of there, pulls it out. Takes two shots towards the door, like wipes it down, puts it in, in Big's hand, fires it like pulling his finger up into the ceiling, like he was falling down, firing one last shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh then takes his gun, walks across where the cop shot him from, puts like a couple shots in the wall, and then like waits for the cops to arrive, essentially. Yep. He's, he's like, basically saying to to Big while he's dead, like, look, man, I know it didn't go down like this, but you're dead, so yeah. I gotta I gotta make this yeah. look like something. Yeah. So they come and like he's basically like, yeah, this guy he accused me of killing his guy. I told him I didn't, and he he tried to shoot at me in self defense. Yeah, self defense is not a crime. I, I love that the chief <laughs> is completely like, yeah, I know this is all complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, well, you check his hand. He's gonna have the the. He's, he's gonna like, have the really? gunpowder. Yeah, he's like, really? How would you know is. that? He's like, well, because he did shoot at me. Yeah. He's like, of course he did. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah, <laughs> but I just love that the the chief is basically like. I know you did all this, but you're going to get off anyway. Yeah, and he's, he's, like, like, he's also going to pan out exactly how you're saying it went down, but it's bullshit. He's yeah. also remembering details about it. He's like, oh, God damn it. Plus, he's been busted before. So he's a criminal with a gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his gun's not registered. It's not registered. And yeah. yours is. Damn it. He just keeps like remembering other little details about how it's, he's going to you know get yeah. off on this. Uh, but he's but still like, this is further reinforcing that T is a cool motherfucker. Yeah. Like, T he will just always does be like 10 panic. steps ahead. Yeah. yeah. He Always. Does, does not panic. He has done his research. Mm-hmm. He is a he's not ripping anybody off so yep. far as we can tell. He's a good fucking criminal. Yeah, he's a mm-hmm. smooth criminal, but he's still, he's, he's, he's still he still gets arrested. Like the yeah, like the, the chief's well, just the like, chief's like, you know what? You're going to get off, but we're going to go through all this. We're going to book you. We're yeah. going to get you a mug shot. We're going to let you sleep in a cell. Yep. What was the thing I was mentioning earlier that happened the second time? It's going to happen here oh, okay. after. Yeah. After this mm-hmm. stuff, because all yeah, right. they take him in, they fingerprint him. Oh yeah, they, do they the throw him in a cell brain. and all this stuff is just like, and then just immediately like, I'm surprised they didn't do just like the film oh. wipe of the screen flipping mm-hmm. like do do do, and then it's just like, well, you're free to go. <laughs> yeah, and that's when he's in. Oh yeah, he's like uh, the district attorney suggested I I release you. Yeah, or something like that, and he's like, why yeah. didn't you just hire a lawyer to to get you out? And he's like, you did it for yeah. free. Yeah, why do I pay a guy when you just did it for free? <laughs> <laughs> Chief's like. God, you just, son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. You're absolutely right, but you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at this point, they've we've gone back to uh, Chalky and Pete. And of course, Pete's like the one who's behind everything. He's yeah. like, oh, you you know, you we don't need to worry about it. And Chalky is losing his shit. Chalky True. is both Ensign awarding and hype manning at the same time. Yeah. He's freaking the hell out, but at his 
as he's freaking out, he's hyping up what T is going to do. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they're just like, it's one guy. What's he going to do? He's, What's he going to do? He's, yeah. he's going to do this. There's a reason gonna... why we picked this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. I mean, it's just it, it's hilarious because they yeah. knew he was a he knew he was a badass to start with. Why they roped well, him into this bullshit. They, he actually gives a decent justification for it very later on. But at this point, like like the part Jimmy, the white part or not Jimmy, the, uh, <laughs> Jimmy, the white. Pete. No, 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 no. Pete, Pete, the white partner is just like, you know, it's it's so simple, man. The cops, yeah. it's there. It's all going to lead back to him no matter what we do, because mm-hmm. he, he already killed the one guy. The one guy tried to kill him for that. And he killed him, too. Yeah. It's like nothing's on us. Yeah, we yeah. can just move he's in like, on Biggs territory. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And if we kill him, the cops will thank us, probably. Yeah. So we're golden. Mm hmm. And, and yeah. no, Paul Winfield's not having any of it. He's oh, yeah. just like, he's I just don't like, know, man. He's like, I'm leaving town. I don't care what you do, but I would suggest probably leaving, but I'm leaving now. Yeah. Bye. And he's just like, nah, I'm just, I'm going to go up. I'm going to go to my penthouse. There's all white people there. He's going to stand out. <laughs> we'll get him. Yeah. We'll take it's care of it. It's going to be easy. Paul Winfield's just like, great. I'll be on a plane somewhere else. I'll yeah. hire a bunch of dudes from New York and Philly mm-hmm. to take care of it way later when I'm nowhere near the situation. Yep. Bye. <laughs> I love how fed up how fed up Chalky is with the whole situation. He's oh, like, yeah. man, you talked me into this shit. Now I'm gonna die. Bunch of people died. Man, fuck you. I'm gone. And yeah. T's cool. I pissed off a cool dude. What yeah. the hell? And yeah. now, now T's basically like now on some somewhat defensive mode because he calls Jimmy. He's like, hey, you might want to get out of town. Jimmy's mm-hmm. like, of course. Like, how long? He's like, probably a week. He's like, okay. Yeah. That's like oh, he's like, he's like, Jimmy, how long? How long will it take you to pack? Two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. How do it, right. How long will I be gone? About seven days. Yeah. All right. Do it. And then he yep. calls his he calls his special lady friend mm-hmm. and is like, "Hey, pack." And if, and she's like, "Where am I going?" He's like, "Just pack." Click. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like he just easily dismisses her again. Just like yeah. do it because I said. Like yeah. he does go over there at one point to accelerate her sure. leaving, and she's just like, "Where am I going?" And he's like, "Where do you want to go?" And she's like, "I don't know." He's and like, "I don't care where you go. Just go. Just get, go. Out, of yeah. town. Just get yeah. out. Just leave." And she's like, "Well, where he, do you he, want he me even to go? takes a second to explain. He's like, "There are some people after me. They might use you to get to me. I need you to be gone because yeah. I can't yeah. deal with like protecting you and doing what I got to do." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, that's when she's like, "I don't know, Chicago. Maybe you should go sing there." And he's like, "I don't care. Here's money. Bye." Yeah. Yeah. And I guess <laughs> Bye, during Felicia. and during the hype man scene, the hamburger pimp guy has been like hanging out on the couch and he's yeah. like i want a chance to get it yeah just give me a shot give me a shot to get tea I hate this motherfucker yeah <laughs> yeah never really explained why probably just cause because he knows he is so much cooler him. than him yeah he's just probably jealous yeah. of it's his the coolness. same reason the captain doesn't like him because like there's really doesn't no apparent reason like no apparent criminal activity other he's than he's like too awesome he's yeah. too awesome yeah <laughs> captain's like he's I'm just jealous too of your awesomeness I, I, I'm a bad man I, too I do <laughs> terrible things too <laughs> I'm a chicken hawk I'm yeah. bad <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah but so while he's at the girlfriend's house he gets a call from Jimmy and in a scene previously Jimmy had, was walking out with a suitcase and there's just dudes there like time to fuck you including up including hamburger pimp yeah and it's just like oh man and like he tries to swing his suitcase but no mm-hmm. and they beat the hell out of him well we didn't know the entire time until the scene after like he, there's a scene like luckily he's okay yes but he's calling from the hospital right. and like he says something like they bent my 10 leg and we're like oh man he had he had a fake leg we had no idea <laughs> he'd was, been limping, he'd been limping but yeah well, apparently he had, the, like, he had a metal leg a move like <laughs> yeah it really yeah. is Fuck you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, well, luckily, and, he's okay. And, I mean, the thing is, he's, and he's like, 
can you walk? And Jimmy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can walk. Yeah. And Duh. It's, it's so strange. The scene is so odd because as he's trying to tell T everything that happened, this, this nurse just barges in and is trying to put his bloody shirt back mm-hmm. on him because he's going to catch a cold. Yeah. He's going to catch pneumonia. Yeah. And, and that happens. And then he's just like, whatever. Anyway, T. <laughs> but essentially it's, he's going to go get the special lady friend. And like, so they're done. They're out of the movie. They're safe. Yes. I mean, he's gotten beat up, but he's okay. Yeah, he's like, drive to San Francisco, catch a plane from there. I don't care where you go. Yeah. He's like, I do need you to do something for me. I need you to call the lockup and (laughs) the evidence room and ask for this guy. Oh, he tells that to his special lady friend. Yeah. Yeah. And keep talking. Keep him talking. This guy likes to talk, but ask a question that'll keep him talking. He's like, wait 15 minutes Mm -hmm. after I leave, then keep him on the phone. Keep this guy on the phone for five five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't be hard. He likes to talk. Bye. Yeah. Yep. So and he goes to the the police file room. He's like, "Hey, man, I was, you know, it's like I needed this file on Vladimir, Vladimir Wisnitsky." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What? That's not a real name." And then he goes over. He's like, "I'll be damned! It is a real name. Look at this guy." And the phone rings, and so he goes to answer it. Yeah. And she's pretending to be a, a student reporter asking questions mm-hmm. about jobs in the police department industry or whatever. He's like, "Oh, well, you see, let you me know, tell you about filing. You need a key <laughs> to get here, and then there's a second door. You also needs a key, and, right. yeah. and so." T is using the distraction to go into the evidence room to just steal guns. Well, his gun. Yes. Yeah. His gun and that backup 32 right. or 38. Yeah. So goes in there, gets those guns, comes back out. Guy's still on the phone paying no fucking attention whatsoever. Yeah. He's just like, got what I needed. See ya. He's like, okay, T, bye. <laughs> so I love that they love him. Like, like all the cops except the chief. Yeah. Are like, yeah, this guy's awesome. Yeah, T's cool. He's down here all the time. Yep. He but, solves problems. He doesn't mm-hmm. cause any real trouble. He's a private detective. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing part of, of he's a private of dick who's this. a sex machine to all the chicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing I don't know if it had to do anything to do with. I, I guess going to the evidence lockup was just to get his gun. Yeah, because yes. he, he goes to. I don't. It's never really explained, but I guess uh, Chalky's hideout is like upstairs of this. I'm not really sure, but because like he enters into this badass movie theater. Yeah, like yeah. this just like palatial, like old school theater style thing with like yep. curtains and you know just murals on the wall. Gorgeous. And, like I, I don't know. Rococo. Yeah, it's just it's it's badass. But he he enters through there somehow ends up like in the back, like behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and uh, basically like there's a there's a security guard like watching Western movies like way too loud, and um so he moves some stuff and finds a dumbwaiter and doesn't like take the actual dumbwaiter i mean, I don't know if he's sitting on top of it or what but he basically like dumbwaiters himself up this shaft <laughs> thing shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs> but um like gets out and like somehow i don't know if like that's what i'm saying i don't know if their office their secret layer office was above this movie theater it part was. of it, movie it theater. must have been yeah. yeah but like he just finds himself in this office and i i don't know like, oh he knew where that office was sure yeah. but yeah he gets this Steve, whole plan like he he's in this room where there's a bunch of filing cabinets and he grabs a couple of like, you know, heavy volume book things that mm-hmm. were sitting on top of there, mm-hmm. throws them on top of the metal filing cabinets and then hides behind the door. So two guys come busting in like, what was that? And, <laughs> yeah. huh? and he yeah. beats the crap out of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. He just, yeah. And just, then just, just tosses them in a closet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He beats the hell and out of them. At the him. same time, Chalky is, has come back sure. with the hamburger pimp and all his other buddies. <laughs> What? Just keep continuing calling the hamburger, hamburger pimp. pimp. <laughs> His outfit looked like a hamburger. It, it, sure. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, they they head up to their office, right? And like he's he's now in like their their office, like the main office, the main office, looking around like for this like it looks like he's looking for a place to hide. He's like, like what? What's the coolest place I can jump out of to murder these motherfuckers? And then he like he gets up because he hears him coming, and he just goes for like an armoire. He just stands behind something. Or, yeah, and he doesn't really get in it. Like there's a yeah. some sort of big. He's cabinet basically there. just hiding behind the door. Yeah. Right. And Chalky walks in and he's just like, ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. And Chalky's like, fuck, man, look. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, so close to getting away. All right, man. Well, he's, yeah, like, he's like, it was all Pete's idea. Yeah. And he's yep. like, yeah, but uh-huh. who who told Pete doesn't know me from nobody? Yeah, I've like, never seen him before. Told him? He was like, okay, I told Pete that you would be yeah. good for this thing. and But he did it sort of. <laughs> I, I don't know. The best part is he goes, all right. I want my $10,000 for figuring this out, and I want $500 for the suit I ruined getting in here. Yes. Oh, yeah, because the dumbwaiter was, like, all cobwebby. <laughs> oh, yes. And and Paul Winfield's like... He's like, here, here it's $30,000. Like, I don't want that. Me. He's like, I want my 10000 <laughs> and my 500 that you owe me. And yeah, I want put the rest it of now. It back. And he's kind of he's kind of getting this sort of look on his face like, oh, OK, maybe if we just pay, I'm going to pay you this amount, and then we'll be square. Yep. It's cool. Sorry, man. I really apologize for setting you up for murder and all of these mm-hmm. things yeah. so my bad yeah time i, I apologize yeah. but <laughs> but does, sadly does the he actually pimp does he even shoot him because doesn't he just like let his own people shoot him what happens is the hamburger pimp comes right in yeah and he's like whoa what yeah blam 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 yeah so uh, <laughs> chalky gets hit immediately yeah, yeah he gets chalky gets thrown in the line of fire yeah. and t hides behind some office furniture and then just kills him kills 70s office two. furniture very durable bullet yes oh, absolutely yeah. you can't get a bullet through that but, but yeah. yeah guys keep coming in he just keeps mowing them down mm-hmm. and then it's like well all right yeah. and meanwhile the phone is ringing yes yes the phone is ringing <laughs> the phone is ringing <laughs> through all of this and since there's no one left to answer the phone <laughs> <laughs> he picks up the phone and he goes this is pete i need to talk to chalky yeah and he just goes this is T. Chalky's dead. And I'm coming to get your honky ass. <laughs> Click. Yes. Yes. And I believe that was when BJ started clapping, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> One of several times. Yeah. I, I, there, there was a lot of clapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so he heads over there. And this is a good two or, th- two or three minutes of him sort of slinking around an office park, kind yeah. of in, kind of like a, you know, a business area. Mm-hmm. And just the music is increasingly funky yeah it's good it's badass like if i'm ever sneaking around somewhere i want that music playing and they're doing the 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 goofy hollywood trick of you know stuntman jumps from ridiculous high place down behind something and then the actor pops up like it was me all along (laughs) so they do that once or twice um it's really cool like Mm -hmm. all of this is just really Mm -hmm. like and he keeps stopping because he sees like a guard he's like okay there's a guard there i can't go that way he sneaks around back a little bit. And it's like, okay, there's only one guard here. All right, I, mm-hmm. I could do this. But yeah, it, I, it's, it's it's really great, like tension building. Like, oh, he's gonna murder all these guys. This is yeah. gonna be so good. It, it's a lot like Slaughter's big hit when he's mm-hmm. like sneaking into that whole complex. Yeah, but the scenery is cooler. Like mm-hmm. they've they've just chosen a lot of nicely composed shots. Yes, mm-hmm. of like weird stairwells at night that are throwing really long shadows and stuff. Yep. But yeah, but he eventually gets into the parking garage beneath. Yeah, and there's a guy who's like just you know getting in his car, and he, it's like, hey, yeah, he, he <laughs> hands up, don't turn around. Yeah, basically hijacks him, gets his keys, locks him in the trunk. That guy died. Yeah, yeah, that guy was. <laughs> yeah, that guy never got out. No, 
<laughs> no, there was like eighty cops show up, show up at the end of this movie. I think they probably okay, searched the garage. Maybe. They probably lit that. And he's probably up. just boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah. something's in that trunk. Blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> we got him. Oh, it's it's that guy. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, they. But he gets in and he sees that there's only one uh, elevator that's going up. Mm-hmm. So he gets into he pick lock picks his way into the into the fuse box and turns them all on. Brings them all down to where he is. Yep. And then they all start dinging open, ding, ding. And I mean, then he hides it like like there's a bank of like six or eight of them. Six, yeah. yeah. And he hides like at the very back, like right one. Yeah. So that these guys come around the corner from all the elevators dinging. They're like, what? And mm-hmm. obviously somebody's messing with us. But it's just that nice like horror movie style, like, you know, from creep from stall to stall. Where's yeah, the killer kind of thing? It? And like he's, you know, doing the like shotgun around the corner of each elevator. Mm-hmm. And then like he goes for the one on the left. And like the other guy's like, well, maybe he's not even by the elevators at all. He's like turned yeah. around, and so like he's going for the one on the left. He was in the one on the right, and like he does this weird like swing from a uh, a bar yep. on the top of the elevator of like swing kicks him into the ele- elevator that he yeah. was just checking out. Yeah, yep, it's, and hits the button. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's, it's such they, a good shot. Yeah. And they have an elevator fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he eventually. And all, all he, the while, the guy that missed the elevator is like, oh, damn it, and yeah. grabs somebody else, and they're like, <laughs> come on. <sighs> yep. We but gotta he go. Beats gotta that, he beats the crap out of that guy in the yeah. elevator. And then when he gets to the penthouse floor, yeah. the door opens. There's a guard there. It's like, huh? Well, the guard hears the elevator coming up. Right. And stands there. Yeah, and he's and, like, wait, what? The- <laughs> I thought all the elevators were shut down. He just uses the guy he beat the fuck out of in the elevator to punch that guy out of the way. Mm-hmm. And then he does this like quick like run to the corner of the room, spin around, and then just shoots that guy. Yeah. It's it's a weird technique. Because, you know, if it's it, a technique that would have gotten him killed. Yes. <laughs> However, it looks cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it works for him because he almost gets to do like the James Bond turn around, mm-hmm. shoot at him type thing. Yep. yep. And then he finds like the other like white dude who was like their lackey, like the, the yeah. second in command to Pete and Chalky. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, he, he, you know, basically like, where's Pete? It's like, Pete's not here. Shut up. Get it. Come on. Let's yep. go. And he's like, it takes him to a locked door. You know, he's like, he's like Pete's in there, isn't he? He's like, no. It's like, open this door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and all the while, he's like pushing this guy ahead so mm-hmm. that when he comes out, somebody shoots at him. The guy's like, damn it. <laughs> yes. And finally, they get to where Pete is, mm-hmm. which is just, you after, know. But after shooting one guy at the top of one of those circular. Oh, yeah. Little rails, spiral, spiral, stair, spiral staircase. Spiral yeah. staircase. Yeah. And he goes rolling all the way down. Yeah. That guy hits everyone like hard. All mm-hmm. His life spiraled out of control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then ended. <laughs> it was a downward spiral. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, eventually he gets up to the top. It's Pete's and he, swanky, dumb, roundish uh, bed, penthouse. Yeah, like mirror, <laughs> mirror room, yeah. nastiness. It's, and, yeah. I love that Frank. Frank, the guy who's been, he's been lugging around, he gets him to the door, and and T is like, "All right, tell him get, you're here. Get in there. Tell him you're here." Oh, he's like, he's, he's like, like, is Pete locked. in there? Yeah. yeah. And he's he like, gets, no, no, yeah. Open the door. It's locked. Unlock it. <laughs> Yeah. All right. And he go- hey, Pete, it's me, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he says, hey, Pete, it's me, Frank. As bam, 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 bam. Yeah. <laughs> the T's like, hey, you just shot Frank. <laughs> you just killed Frank. <laughs> but I'm <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't dumb enough to stand right behind Frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So T's basically standing in front of a wall. There's the open door on one side and a glass door on the other. Mm-hmm. And it, it, Pete is just yelling at him like, you can't get in and or and I can't come out. So it's a stalemate. What are we going to do? And he's just flopping around, grabbing guns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And 
And he's also got his lights, like he's got the funky 70s, like directional spotlight. Lights, yeah. Yeah, yeah, directional lights. And he's got them all aimed at the door. Yes. So T basically hits the glass door with his shotgun. Mm-hmm. And shatters that. Jumps into the room and sidekicks the lights. Mm-hmm. Like just immediately just fucking karate kicks the lights. And Pete's just like, what? And is shooting at the door. And then T just basically fucking murders him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just lights him up. Yeah. Meanwhile, all the cops <laughs> are showing up downstairs. Yep. <laughs> and I'm still not clear on how he gets out. He changes his suit. Well, he like, okay. So <laughs> he parked away from the place intentionally. And yeah. that's when he does that like weird jump, like a little too far, I think. And like pops up and it's, you know, the actual. Well, actor. he. So what I assume is he goes down the stairs to the basement because all the cops are coming in the front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he goes down the stairs to the basement, runs out from from where he came and goes to his car, changes clothes because now his clothes are dirty and he has to change clothes three times a day or he he dies yes. or loses his cool powers yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So he just changes into his cool suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Relatively cool suit. <laughs> and then goes back to the the police evidence room. Yep. And and even though like two hours earlier, the dude who runs this room was like, there's no one here to help. There's no clerk here to help me. Now there's a lady clerk there working. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where did she come from? She came from upstairs. Yeah. She's only here temporarily. And he's like, wait, yeah. wait a couple minutes and then ask him a question and yeah. distract him. And she's like, what? And he's like, do it. She's like, okay. She says, <laughs> she says, well, why, why should I do that? Yeah. He says, well, it's because I asked nicely, baby. <laughs> yeah. And so she, and she's like, point taken. So they have a bit of interaction, and he. Well, he's basically like, well, she's like, well, how do I fill out these forms? And he's like, oh, well, you gotta. Oh, the forms. I'm your guy. Let me tell you. (laughs) I like forms, and there's the the triple copies, and fifth copy goes up to the TPS reports. (laughs) He breaks back into the evidence room, puts his guns back, Mm -hmm. and then comes out, and And he's still the 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 guy, the desk sergeant or whatever for the evidence room is like still talking to the lady about how to do forms. He's like, hey, uh, hey, baby, what time you get off? (laughs) She's like, like, what time "Mm -hmm." is it now? About that time. <laughs> about that time. He puts his arms around her and starts walking her out. Yep. And like, just as the doors open for the evidence room, the chief is like coming through the doors. He's like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I was just investigating whatever. Vladimir yeah. Wisniewski. Yeah. He's like, well, hang on. I, a bunch of people just got killed. You got a second? And he's like, nope. Nope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he no, he says, yeah, nope. he says, do you know anything about it? Yeah. He goes, nope. Nope. <laughs> I was here investigating. He says, you got a minute? And he's yeah. nope. Nope. <laughs> And then it's like, well, yeah, but these guys died and you were just, you know, you're kind of involved in everything. It was like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. See ya. (laughs) And you hear somebody say something about along the lines of, oh, it looks like, you know, Chalky and Pete had a disagreement. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And And then he's, you know, getting in the car with his his new lady friend. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just like yeah, freeze frame. Like they they they're like parked on the side and like make all the traffic stop as Mm -hmm. they do like a giant U-turn in the middle of the and it freeze frames like. This guy is awesome. He can well, of course they're going to stop for Mr. T. Yeah, sure. You, you have to. He I will pity the fool that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Nope. Movie's over. And with uh-huh. that, it ends. It yep. freeze frames on him blocking traffic, and then when the credits end, it unfreeze frames, and they drive off. Sure. Which is weird, but... Because yeah, M- Mr. T knows that it would be rude to block traffic for, mm-hmm. for the end of the movie. That is true. Forever. Yes. The end of Trouble Man. Yep. Um. So... Mm-hmm. Stargrove. I don't remember the lyrics well enough for Stargrove. I mean, it's a it's a funky ass soundtrack, but it's a great soundtrack. It talks but... about it talks about Mr. T, right? Not really. I don't remember the. I don't remember I the. I was just saying Trouble Man. Yeah, know, it's, it's it's not really Star. I would say no. 
Okay. It's a good soundtrack, but by our very definition of star groviness, no, sorry. I'm afraid not. Yeah. But you should listen to it. Absolutely. And see the movie. It explains a lot. Um, And while, uh, you know, Paul Winfield gets close to Insane, I don't think he really goes to a full on Insane. He never freaks out that much. It's, it's, I think because he's still rationalizing and playing hype man, he never goes to a full on Insane like someone, you know, in some movies, someone would slap him. You go like, oh, I'm sorry. I was being irrational. Right. I don't think he goes to full on Insane mode. It's a it's a delicate balance between the two that he's walking there, but he never he never fully commits either way of game over man mm, or right, right. <laughs> anything like that. But all right, strong cases for all those things. Okay, well, regular ratings. Mm-hmm. Go. I'm ready. <laughs> BJ first. Ready. Go. Yep. Five jocks. Absolutely, all day. This movie is awesome. BJ loved this movie. I really did. Like the the worst thing about this movie was one sort of not particularly well done cut when he does one of those crazy jumps. Yeah. I always think of this as the naked gun cut because yeah. they do it so obviously in the first one when he's flipping around the apartment. And, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, that's, that was the worst thing is it was just a sloppy cut. Sure. Everything else about this movie was fucking incredible, which before like, anyone points out, it is edited by Michael Kahn, Steven Spielberg's longtime Academy Award winning editor, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, but he started had to start somewhere. Start somewhere. Yeah. Yep. He did this and like, I think like Chuck Turner and stuff, too. Man, so. you, everybody makes a mistake once in a I while, know, but just, like this was not a mistake. This movie, <laughs> I didn't even is, notice it. So as much it's not that big a mistake. It just I just happened to be looking at a part of the screen sure. where it looked funky. This movie doesn't it doesn't waste your time. It doesn't set up anything that doesn't pay off. Uh, we don't get as grisly a death as we probably should for that cracker ass honky. <laughs> but but Mr. T is just so smooth and clean about everything. He just gets the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing that's really left un, untended to in this movie. It's, it's such a clean movie. And the yep. dialogue is so spot on and it's crisp. And crisp. There's no, there's no wasted space. This it moves from beginning to end. It's just fucking amazing. I, five jocks. Thank God I've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hmm. I, I feel like everyone else unwilling to go next. Sorry, I. Everybody's used to not having to mm-hmm. rate anything after I've said sure. Something. That that is a little awkward. Um, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm going to give it five jobs. And the reason for that is uh, Mr. T is one of the coolest guys we've seen in a movie like this because he is so confident in everything he is saying and doing. And also, I felt like the dialogue in this is not some kind of generic plug in blaxploitation dialogue. It is all very unique to this movie. Um, And it's and it's natural. It doesn't feel like, you know. It's not like say this cool thing, right? It's it doesn't like, feel like, oh man, I'm gonna write this thing that yeah. you jive. No, and this is like love it. I'm well, suitably angry. I'm going to say this line to you because I'm the coolest motherfucker on the planet, and here's what I'm going mm-hmm. to say to you. It's it, like the real coolest motherfuckers yeah, on the it's planet, not, not, mo- not movie coolest yes, motherfucker on exactly. the planet. It's weird because like there there is some there is some jive talking in this, but like it's like Hammer was like almost like an extreme case. I I, th- I still think it was well-written. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there there was lots of slaying yes. and, and, and stuff in Hammer. And there's some in this, but it's like, it still feels natural. Like, right. it doesn't feel, but it doesn't feel quite like 
man, what what did yeah. they just say? Like like too many metaphors and stuff on top of each other, right? <laughs> and what I what I really liked about this was that it's even though we haven't seen even like a tenth of this kind of movie, it a lot of them feel like you can probably predict exactly where they're going in the first few minutes of some kind of like get the drugs out of the neighborhood or, you know, save the rec center, that kind of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that, but this is just a dude who's, you know, kind of walking a line between, you know, lawful and not, but he's, he's basically helping the community and, you know, making some money. He's not a full fledged criminal like these other motherfuckers who were messing with him. And it's, it's just, it's just guys who come up with a dumb idea and it goes badly for them. And he takes care of it. Mm hmm. You know, I mean, I, I think that's that's it's such a small, unique premise and it works so well. It, it's it's not there. There's no fluff in this. There's not a bunch of just bullshit of, you know, it's he doesn't like make a big deal out of the, the kid falling out of the on the apartment building, that kind of thing. It, that's just a little piece of flavor in this. It's not right. like this. Mr. T takes on the landlords. It's, you know, it's got a very specific personal plot to this guy, and this guy's not having it. It shows you the kind of man that that T is. Yeah, not like, and he's not like a, a superhero or anything. He's just man. He just so takes care of cool. business, and it's not like the the like the cocky like. This such a good character. I yeah. love this. Like he's almost like the uh, neutral good or chaotic good. Almost like he's one of those people that's really hard to ca- categorize in that D and D character sort of right. thing. Almost like true neutral, where as long as things are going T's way and you're doing kind of right by people, yeah. then that's fine. But mm-hmm. you step out of line, and something might happen to you. Yeah, I just I thought it was refreshing. I really liked it. Uh, I can go. You can. I'm going to continue the train. Uh, five jocks. <laughs> woo woo. Um, now I will small small little thing like. His little move out of the elevator, pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, but I will say this movie is missing what typically our five jocks movies have in that like oh my god moment. There, mm-hmm. there is mm-hmm. never that, mm-hmm. but like all of the moments combined are so strong and the character is so strong and everything is so good about this movie in writing and filming and everything else that it it doesn't need that because it never has that lull. The the only part that could be a lull is when he kind of goes on that initial. Like, let's find out about that dude that got killed. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's a little weird. Like, when he goes and sees a boxer friend, it's like those that stuff could be trimmed or almost like more of a montage. Because, like, we have to meet the lady that he full on mouth kisses. I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing the implication was she was some sort of a madam, you know, like she because he was like, yeah. who are the girls that this guy's ha- been hanging out with? She was the older lady who, when he was younger, taught him the ways of love or that perhaps did you just she made a reference to the yeah you know maybe some history it's been 20 years and yeah give me some more sugar (laughs) right Mm -hmm. anyway but but i think that that just shows uh, again establishing sort of his connections it's it's more world building of of this guy and he has a history and everybody knows him but i'm just saying some of that could have been a little more montaged and cut out it's not much of a lull at all it's this whole thing is like three minutes long so it's not that big a deal i'm saying Mm -hmm. this movie's pretty solid All you know from beginning to end, so five jocks. Yep, it's only four things that's for sure taxes, death, trouble, and unanimous five jocks. (laughs) For this movie, (laughs) this movie's great. It it really, it's like it's like the best of 70s like detective shows, Mm -hmm. but with 
a dude that's way cooler than that and swearing and dudes getting shot with the bloody tempera paint and all just yeah it, it it's what you want in a black exploitation movie when you want like a real movie mm-hmm. when you're not like I want dolomite where I can see the camera thing dipping in and the actors suck and yeah you know it's like it's it's none of that stuff and I love that it's like he's almost the exact opposite of Truck Turner where Truck Turner was awesome but he was like wearing a suit that a cat pissed on and just <laughs> right he was a slob and he didn't was know what he was yeah and yeah. shit was just going wrong for him all the time and this is this guy's like almost like a black James Bond. Mm-hmm. He's always on top of everything and 10 steps ahead of everyone else. And that goes such a long way because like the fights in this aren't particularly good. You know, they're all the, quick the, though. Yeah, yeah. The action is like real short bursts of action, which is probably way more realistic yeah. than, you know, a lot of stuff we watch would be considered. Yeah. But I, I think the longest shootout was like 15 seconds and the yeah. longest fight sequence was probably 10. Yeah. I mean, it's probably it's, that elevator fight was yeah, the longest, yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all very brief, but like BJ said, it all wraps up and it all pays off. Like everything that gets mentioned just, and like those two dudes that get, that got taken away, they mention when, when Chalky's meeting with Pete, he's like, oh, well, when he's explaining how, oh, the cops are going to come after him and all of, all of his guys are gone. So anybody who would have seen what happened at the pool hall, they're taken care of anyway. Yeah. Or, or I, I believe they said nobody's going to see them again. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I meant to mention this uh, earlier, but the guys who, the guys who said, "Let's take the stairs." Mm-hmm. As soon as Mister T is leaving the penthouse or the yep. the penthouse suite, yep, he's like getting into the elevator. Those guys come from the stairwell and they look around and they're like, "What the fuck happened?" Oh shit! So they even dead. paid those guys off. <laughs> yeah. Like. The loose ends don't exist in this movie. They they account for pretty much everything. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty and good. also they they don't do the uh, mistake of making him completely invincible. He gets a couple shots taken on him. Which yeah yeah. I mean it, it doesn't phase him much, but I mean it's. I never, mean I never like to see a, the hero like never ever get well, a shot taken on him. You know like a punch and right. not, not a big man. Yeah, shot. well I mean they even have Paul Winfield say at one point his advantage is he's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like well, which is a callback his... earlier in the movie of like how good. Uh, uh, Texas blood was, mm-hmm. but he had no cool. Yes. Yep. That was, yeah. and then he was like, that's why he's going to lose. I think he's, I think they even said like the kid's better. He's like, but he's, he's, he's got, got no cool. He's got no cool. He's that's no what, cool. that's what and Mr. T's edge is. He's yeah. always cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're goddamn right for 90 minutes or however long this movie is. Mm-hmm. He is the goddamn coolest motherfucker you have ever seen. Yeah. Yep. Ever. Yep. All right. Fucking brilliant. We really need to take a break. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back. Hey, Luigi hey. 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 is here. Did I? Did I? Yeah, I just like. Welcome back. Number one. Hey, we're gonna talk about some more movies and stuff. Cool. Let's. So I think I'm the only person at the table that wouldn't saw the new hotness that everybody else in the country saw in Deadpool. Yeah, you are. Sorry. All right. Um, I tried. Didn't work out. So uh, let me paint a little picture about Deadpool. I am a comics nerd. I think Are you? That's safe to say. Huh. Huh. Weird. Um, but Deadpool was like, I mean, I have 
pretty good social awareness of Deadpool. I think I've read some Deadpool, but like Deadpool's not a guy that I know a ton about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assuage the fears that maybe you like you're not ready for Deadpool, or you're like, why would I watch Deadpool? I don't know anything about him. Mm-hmm. You can just go watch Deadpool. Like oh. it, it, you need no prior knowledge. Just Chimichangas, I guess. Chimichangas, jokey, breaking the fourth wall. You know, r- uh, awareness that. Deadpool is. I mean, Deadpool has self awareness that he's a comic book character, more or less. Mm-hmm. And you know. so, it, I mean, it's basically like Ant Man. You don't need Ant Man knowledge right. to go see Ant Man. Sure. Okay. Yes. Really, like well, most of the Marvel movies lately, like you don't really need Ant-Man. that much knowledge to go see them. No, but there is sort of like an interlinking kind of like with there the are prime things. things. Yeah. I've read zero comic books like ever, and but there are things in them that are meant for fans to understand yes. the yeah. linking and all that stuff. Yeah. And sure, there, I'm sure that stuff here is in Deadpool. Sure, well. why not? Um, I a dish soap, apparently, I, I am attempting not to have any kind of hyperbole. But I would say that Deadpool may possibly be cracking into my top five superhero movies of all time. Really? Yeah. That's that's pretty high praise. It's really high praise, especially when I start listening them out. I, I well, and there's there's a lot of good superhero movies out there now. At this point, I know people are feeling a little sick of superhero movies, and I think that's like the best thing about Deadpool coming along when it did. I feel like it, it's hit at just the right time because people are in that like uh another Marvel movie when like there really there hasn't really been a bad one. There's been mediocre ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been bad ones if you count like Fanforstic and Electra <laughs> and things like that. I mean, there are but like and the nineteen seventy eight Doctor Strange. Well, yeah. <laughs> That was okay. Bad. There are technically bad ones, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. in the the uh, Marvel Universe Prime, if you will, yeah, the, yeah. my Marvel Cinematic Universe, the current universe, there really hasn't been bad ones. Like Thor Two is just very mediocre. I wouldn't say it's mm-hmm. bad. Forgettable, it's super forgettable. Yep. Um. So whatever. I mean, I feel like people. It's like the new hip thing to turn on superhero movies, and so I think like this comes along at like the perfect time where it's the. It looks at all of those and it says, eh. I don't really care. You know, we're going to kind of poke fun at them and yet be one of them and play that really good mix of not just simply parody, but like parody in that in like with a love, Mm -hmm. you know, not like mean parody or dumb parody or anything like that. It's like we're going to be this, but we're also going to kind of make fun of the whole thing, too, along the way. And it's just fun and refreshing. And I will warn you, super hard rated R. If you weren't aware of that, it's. W- way stupid rated R. Just be aware of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. I just, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, you know, Punisher Warzone, whatever, if you think about that. I mean, it was a rated R movie and there's lots of violence, but like this is probably, this is more than that. Hmm. I mean, maybe not the level of violence that that one went into, but like swearing yeah. galore and, you know, just, yeah, there's, okay. there's all the things you want for a rated R movie are in there. Um, I'm trying to think of like, other, I, I don't really want to be spoilery at all. Uh, things, other things I'll say about it. I think it's one of my new favorite opening title sequences ever. The opening credit sequence is just sets the tone in a way that very few movies do anymore. Like there's that website. I'll plug it. Cause I like it. The art of the title. Yep. And, and, and it really celebrates the idea of the credit sequence, not just being a way to get people's names on, on to a film, but like setting the tone for a film. And James Bond movies have always been famous for it and things like that. Sure, we know those. But, like, this does it in a way that it's just, like, if you aren't aware of how Deadpool is going to play out, this credit sequence will 
is like your introductory guide. Hmm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just said all that. I'm not sure where my my coherent thought is going. Uh, as far as ranking, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to bother to try to list it. I'm not, I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying it's really good. It's it's making me reconsider top lists of things. Maybe not overall like comic book quote unquote movies because then you've got what I would call legitimate real films like you know, Road to Perdition and mm-hmm. you know, even Scott Pilgrim could mm-hmm. be a quote unquote kind of comic book movie. But it's yeah, I'm saying superhero movies. Right. Yeah. So I get you. Um. I, I don't know. I, I, I highly recommend it if you have the wherewithal in the stomach to go through R-rated violence thing like that, because it gets dark at times. It gets funny. It gets, you know, it's it is there is some mean there. I mean, it's mean spirited, but like it's funny because like it feels like it's mean spirited with like a, a touch of love. Like so it's like something like always sunny and that mean spiritness like turns you off. Mm-hmm. I think like you could still enjoy this because like they'll say the meanest thing, but then smile and like the other person will smile. And it's just like, that's just how they banter, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it doesn't feel like that we set up this thing to completely screw somebody over thing, plot line thing. It's just, it's just funny. Mean, if you will, it's lighthearted. So, so this is a Fox Marvel movie, right? It is. So it's not yeah. an official Marvel cinematic universe. Okay. It, 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 they, they own the mutants, right? They, they have the X-Men and Deadpool's a mutant. So, I was I was wondering about that. Yeah. Is, I mean, is there any kind of uh, out Marvel references to other Fox Marvels? Oh, this is definitely in the X Men universe. Okay, without a doubt. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And Stanley shows up. And Stanley shows up. Well, that's quite a shocker. Hi, I'm Stanley. <laughs> it's I will inventor say of everything by this. Point. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's up there mm-hmm. of my of the Stanley cameos. Okay. Oh, we were talking about. Um, Trouble Man, the guy who got shoved in the trunk, would have been our, would have been the Stanley. Yeah, he's the Stanley. One hundred percent have been the Stanley. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Great. I don't want to go in the yeah. trunk. Creator of the trouble. Man. Creator of trouble, man. He Creator. gets into trouble. Yeah. Creator of trouble. Stanley. Yeah. I wanted to call him a lined man because I like alliteration, but they <laughs> talked me into trouble. Yeah. Right. But no, I, I yeah, I, I highly recommend it and stay through the credits as always. Um, mm-hmm. This might be one of the best post credit stinger things of all time, especially I, the thing is, like, I didn't realize uh, Ryan Reynolds is as old as he is. I'm not saying he's like old, old, but he's older yeah. than I thought he was. Been around a while. And like, I mean, well, I'm just I'm right at same age with him. Mm-hmm. And like, so, yeah, someone yeah. I'm just saying he's someone, of, someone of my age, like I was like the references and the stuff like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is just me. Hmm. Like, I mean. So if you're in the upper 30s area that you're, I mean, there's a there's a window of enjoyment. I'm saying if you're in yeah. the upper 30s area, like a lot of this movie is going to really speak to you. Okay, cool. I like the sound of that. All right, uh, we got a voicemail about it actually. Oh, okay. If you want to play it now? We're we're gonna skip emails this week because we're running long, but we figured this one would tie in. Hey guys, this is Jay from California. I just got out of Deadpool. Went to the seven uh, o'clock showing here on a Thursday night, and uh, you know. Your enjoyment of this film depends on how you feel about uh, fight scenes that are choreographed using 80s pop music. I'm talking like, you know, Peter Sarah, that kind of stuff. Because I I just appreciate the fuck out of that, and I loved this movie. Holy shit, the last superhero movie I saw was um, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was kind of like, man, I'm kind of tired of these movies, but after this one... I'm all in. Like, you know, bring on Captain America, bring on Batman, Superman, 
Deadpool revitalized me. So, uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. All right. <laughs> Bye. Jay, you got to sign out. Man. Yeah. Come on. We got to know when to jump in. Deadpool left but, him speechless. But I'm, I'm glad people I like I honestly I did not expect this to happen with this movie at all. Not to be as big as it was. No, like, I mean, I was like, I figured it was going to be a complete flop because there were a lot of movies that came out this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for it to just destroy all of them shocked the hell out of me. Yeah. I mean, I was I I always want these movies to be good, obviously, mm-hmm. but I I secretly was like, I don't know about this. I hope, but I don't know. It was I a just, risk. I mean, it was definitely a risk. I mean, considering my last, you know, Fox superhero movie was Fanforstic. Yeah. You know, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to get here. But right. A lot better than that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it came together. Uh, speaking of Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. I watched a Ryan Reynolds movie. <gasps> what? Dreamy. I, <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> you watch Van Wilder? No, I've oh. seen Ran- Van Wilder, though. It's pretty good. Uh, I watched 2013's R.I.P.D. Oh, that. Really? Ripped. Yeah. Um, that is a movie that seems to be something that everyone's dogpiling on. Like, yeah. oh my god, this movie's so terrible. It's not. It It's not so terrible. There mm. are a million worse movies than this. There are some knocks against it, and one of them being like, everyone's like, it's just Men in Black. It is Men in Black, but you know what? The original Men in Black is not great, and it certainly doesn't hold up. Like, quote something from Men in Black that's not the the Edgar stuff that we say all the time. Just quote something that's not a dumb Will Smith from the trailer dumb thing. See, now, putting that, me on the spot yeah, now. Yeah, like, you're like taking out all, like... Yeah. No, I hey, don't. Hey, all quote, memorable quote, stuff quote something from Men in Black that actually isn't actually <laughs> isn't, in the movie. Yeah, that isn't one of the memorable <laughs> no, things they use for the trailer. No, what I mean. I just, I'm just saying, I don't think Men in Black was as terrific as it was. When it came out, I was like, that's good, not great. And mm-hmm. now seeing it, it's like, eh, that's just... It's really irritating. Yeah. Um. So agree to disagree. Okay. It's. It, I just. I don't. Men in Black Two is super mediocre. Yeah. Men in Black Two sucks. Yeah. And Three is fucking terrible. Uh, I don't agree. It at has all. good. I, I think Three is embarrassing. I, I think Three is super embarrassing. Okay. Um. Anyway. So R.I.P.D. is Men in Black. Fine. Whatever. There's room for another one. I don't care. The effects in it are not great. They look mm-hmm. kind of. B tier digital studio put these things together and that kind of hurts the movie a little bit. But Jeff Bridges in this movie is fucking on. Like everything he does, everything he says is spot on. And you can read a ton of like one star reviews where people are saying that. And I don't get that. If the star of your movie is super entertaining and everything he says and does is fantastic. Mm hmm. Then somewhere in there, it's probably an entertaining hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's 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 cliched and, and silly and, you know, it, it's kind of like graphic novelly dumb in a lot of ways. But mm-hmm. I, I it, Jeff, it's, it's not like Jeff Bridges is a cameo in this movie. He's the star of the film. He's yeah. in the whole damn thing. And he's fantastic. He's having a great time. And that translates to having a good time watching him. Mm-hmm. So this hate for R.I.P.D., I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's not a it's not a fantastic movie, but it's Is it Chuck Fine? It's better than that. It's oh, good. It's it is than a Chuck good Fine. movie. You so should, what led to you? So watching it's better than this? bad, it's good. Yeah. All right. What led to you watching this? Like, uh, one, it was on my DVR, and I've yeah. been trying to clear that off. Okay. And two, I was like, 
a Ryan Reynolds movie will tie into Deadpool, so okay. there's something to talk about. Cool. So that that was it, basically. I, I, and it was I short. accept the DVR excuse. And it was short. Yeah. It's a short movie, so. Okay. Give it a shot. <laughs> Have an open mind. Well, while we're mentioning try. oft overlooked uh, Ryan Reynolds movies, I don't know if I ever said it before, but I would recommend watching Safe Safe House, the Denzel Washington one. Oh, right. That's a pretty good little movie. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's kind of hard to sometimes take Ryan Reynolds seriously sure. in, a, in a drama, but that one's all right. I'll just, I think Denzel helps sell most. He can sell a mediocre to all right movie yeah. better than yeah. some people. As long as it's not a wacky comedy. <laughs> sure. Denzel's just not designed for comedies. No. No, he's not. Now, if they did a remake of Trouble Man, Denzel would be Trouble Man. Mr. T. Denzel was pretty good in The Equalizer. No. And he was a cool motherfucker in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Denzel can keep his cool enough for for Trouble Man. Yeah, I, he might have to smirk it up a bit. And, yeah, he's mm-mm. Denzel's got to crack a smile and ha ha. I, yeah, <laughs> no. I honestly think he's best when he's like laughing at somebody's whatever yeah, stupidity, yeah. not the flatline thing. Yeah. Now Idris Elba, that's a man that can like Idris Elba is a that trouble can pull man. off like you know yeah. flatline no, but you know you Stacker Pentecost Stacker, yeah. can keep exactly. his fucking, yeah. I mean, Stacker Pentecost wouldn't because he's not that kind right. of man. But you don't touch Trouble Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, yep. There you go. Uh, did we suddenly wrap up somehow? Did that, did that yeah. happen? Oh, yeah. We're gonna skip emails this week. We just had we we had a few voicemails, a few emails, but we're running long. We started late, so we'll save them for next week. Yeah, where we have our grand finale of Black Exploitation History Month for mm-hmm. the year. Woo. Until next year. Yes. And you've, and you've picked a winner, you've said. Sure. You seem pretty certain. We, we actually had to change our pick. The first pick apparently got a bit rapey at points. And yeah, you know, the rape we were not prepared off. for that. But let me say, I didn't think this one was going to hit as hard as it did either. So I, I have a good solid feeling about ne- the finale for next week. But we just gave this movie unanimous jocks. So... This movie, Can it top it? I don't know. This movie was damn good. Yeah. So will we invent a new rating next week? <laughs> hey, you know what? Tune in to episode three hundred thirteen to find out. Yeah, we we watched Truck Turner the week after Slaughter, so that's true. We can have back to back five jocks. It's happened. Man, that was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Yeah. So you want to give the people some contact information? So yeah, there? until episode three hundred thirteen. If you want to uh, get some get some more BMF cast in you, uh, go to bmfcast.com. Uh, there's a bunch of buttons on the right-hand side that'll uh, tell you how to get in contact with us socially. Uh, if you want to email us directly, it's bmf at bmfcast.com. Or if you want to give us a call on the Garfield phone and leave us a voicemail, it's 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. And don't forget, we're running this Patreon thing where you give us money and we give you you know, some extra content uh, in return. It's uh, patreon.com slash bmfcast. And... Uh, Bonus podcast. Bonus bonus content that we are currently in the process of recording for your sweet, sweet money donating ears. Um, (laughs) And as always, the main podcast will always remain free for your sweet, sweet ears, whether they be donating or not. So true. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Yes, we shall. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out.